We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to go over some bonus DVD material of The Clone Wars. And we're going to jump to Season 5. We're going to go to the episode Lawless, and we're going to cover one of the favorite scenes of mine, and I know a lot of yours as well, where Palpatine shows up very angry, and he fights Savage and Maul. This is a scene where was really interesting for me in general because, well, who doesn't like to see Palpatine fight? And second of all, because we get to see a lot of the characters that we got throughout the seasons actually die, and there's a reason why they die off. Now, Sam Witwer and Dave Filoni sit down, they talk to us and explain to us some stuff that went on with the, sh the episode itself. So I'm going to let you guys watch it with me, then we can talk about it afterwards. And there was, if you didn't know, there was actually another scene, a deleted scene, um, well, a longer scene, uh, which was just a previs, a previsualization of the Maul, Savage, and Palpatine fight. It was pretty cool, there was a lot of extra stuff in there, and um, I can see why they took some of the stuff out. But I would like to cover that as well at the end, so stay tuned for it. Let's get on with the video. And the fourth part of this arc with Darth Maul, a lot of threads were coming together that demanded that we end the arc for several characters. Take them back to the palace. And it was one of the kind of early mandates of George in the Clone War was that you, you really wanted to kill off a lot of the characters that weren't in the movies. For Savage, it was always a debate, how long is this guy going to be around? You hate to end him too early, but when Sidious showed up, someone had to go down, and Savage drew the short straw. When I read in the script that Darth Sidious appears, and he has two lightsabers, and he's very upset, that was really thrilling. Probably the best lightsaber fight we've done uh, in the series is the Maul Savage uh, Sidious lightsaber fight. <laughs> you know, getting taken out by Sidious is pretty good, ranks up there. He puts up a better fight, you know, than the Jedi Council did. I'll say that much for him. An element that you might miss if you're not looking closely is that Savage, when he dies, actually reverts back to his kind of more youthful form, his less Frankenstein form that we originally saw him as. Brother, I am an unworthy apprentice. I'm not like you. I never was. I think the audience will feel some measure of sadness when Savage dies. I don't know that they would feel the same sympathy for Maul. The things he does in this episode are so despicable, especially since I, uh, I liked Satine so much and I liked that relationship between her and Obi-Wan. And uh, so this was, this was awful, awful stuff. For Satine Kreese, there never really was any other possibility than her eventual death. The introduction of the character, which began with Henry Gilroy wanting to give Obi-Wan Kenobi a love interest, presented a problem. We couldn't really have this character last. Your noble flaw is a weakness shared by you and your duchess. You should 
should have chosen the dark side, Master what? Jedi. It's happening all because of Obi-Wan. Because she is personal to him, which Maul knows, and Maul's exploiting that. So in that way, we really force and test not so much a romantic notion, but the bigger idea of this is all happening because of me. Because I failed to prevent Maul from resurrecting. I failed to capture him in the attempts I had before. And does he take that on? Does he take that guilt on? We wanted to put him in that incredibly vulnerable, incredibly frustrating spot to show the audience how he has to learn to let go of everything that he holds dear. And in that moment, at that critical moment, he cannot seize on his anger and his hatred for Maul. Though that's probably there deep within, uh, he can't seize on it or Maul will win, and he knows that. Remember, my dear Obi-Wan, I've loved you always. I always will. I think we learned a lot about Obi-Wan and what it means to be a true Jedi, which is what I really see Obi-Wan as. You know, I think that's one of the main differences between Obi-Wan as a Jedi and maybe other Jedi, you know, especially Anakin, uh, is even in that moment, you know, where he kills uh, the only love interest that he has, Satine, that he knows that he must stay loyal to his Jedi beliefs and that if he succumbs to this anger and to this emotion that he has within him, then the Jedi lose, he loses, everything he's trained for is for nothing, and Maul wins because then he would be no better. He would be down the dark path, and that's just not what he wants to do. He always wants to stay strong with his emotions um, in the light. That is, not strong with the dark emotions. So We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. That's something I, I took out of this as well. Um, also, there's this here, which is a deleted scene, which I mentioned at the beginning of this video. Um, it's You could just you know, throw in uh, a Star Wars Clone Wars Maul, Savage, Palpatine deleted scene in there. And we get the same scene that we got from the Clone Wars. However, we get some extra previous stuff that we never saw before, like this. Check this out. So we get, you know, Palpatine doing a little more acrobatics. He does, of course, the famous spiral jump that we got in Revenge of the Sith. And he does this one move that I've never seen before in Star Wars. I think it is really cool. It's something we would get maybe in like Force Unleashed or something like that. It's right here. Three, two, one. One. <laughs> there we go. It's where he's shooting lightning out of his hands while he's holding his lightsaber. So it's like this lightsaber-infused lightning, I don't know, attack where it's just... It's, it's cool because it, it doesn't sh short-circuit his hilt or anything like that. And it just kind of makes me wonder. It's like, what else was were his lightsabers made of? Is that something that just, just doesn't destroy the hilt if it if it circulates through it especially palpatine's lightning in general another thing they threw in there and I, I can see maybe why they threw this part out it's regarding palpatine being you know thrown and stuck to the wall by maul sure maul is strong with the force but it does show that palpatine 
has that little bit of a tiny bit of a weakness like he's losing and you know, for a first second like he can be, even be thrown to the wall by Maul and I guess that's something that they don't want to sh- portray this next scene is definitely a easter egg callback to Qui-Gon and Maul fighting in that narrow corridor in episode one um, so I think there's a lot of cool stuff in here that they took out but I'm sure for pacing and overall um, story there was no need to leave it in there as well as the part with Sidious being pinned to the wall. I could see George maybe being like, no, we don't want to show that because that wouldn't happen. There's no way Maul could be able to even do that. Uh, Break through his force bubble, so to speak. Anyways, fantastic work, as always, by Sam Witwer portraying Maul. And uh, great job to the whole team and, and Dave Filoni and, of course, George Lucas behind the whole thing. So let's move on to the next one where we can break that down, talk about it, review it, and uh, have some fun. Later, guys.